0: you are listening to motivating from the six episode 48 listen negative words do not define you you define you an interview with confidence coach karen donaldson i'll be honest with you this is an instant classic let's go baby Now, welcome back to Motivating from the Six. This is a podcast that is intended to change your life. It's intended to motivate you. It's intended to inspire you. It's intended to change your circumstances and have you stand up where you are and say, I want to be the best person I can be in this world. I am your host, Jeff Martin of jeffadmartin.com. And today... Whoo! I'm telling you, I am so excited about this one. Guys, you got to understand, it really is an instant classic. And see, what I mean is, you're going to want to listen to this one over, and over, and over, and over again. I have the sensational Karen Donaldson on today and you got to listen to her story like she is phenomenal when she talks about the things that she's been through and where she is today and how she's used the negative words to propel her to where she is today it is just amazing and I love I love speaking to her and you know just learning from her and growing from what she's saying and again I really do believe this is an instant classic you always have to remember the negative words that other people have to say to you It really is none of your business. Like everybody is entitled to their opinion. But when it's all said and done, you have the ability to define who you are. Regardless of where you come from, regardless of your your upbringing, regardless of the people who are around you, yeah, things can be difficult. Life is always difficult. Like we go through different ordeals and obstacles in our life and it makes things real tough when we're trying to live. But you got to understand when it's all said and done, regardless of what people want to say about you, you have the ability to define your life. Now, before we get into this interview, I just got to let you know, Karen has an amazing event that's coming up and it's called Develop Yourself Event and it's being held on May 23rd, 2018. Elevate your business, increase your bank account and spread your influence while speaking. And again, May 23rd, 2018 from 10 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. If you are in the Toronto area, you have to come out to this. If you can get on a plane and come out, I guarantee you're going to learn something. You're going to grow from this. And just to give you an idea of some of the things you'll be learning, there's a session here that talks about learning to turn your experience into becoming a powerful keynote speaker. And I'm not going to read them all. There's a lot of things here. But what you got to do if you're interested in this event, this is what you have to do. Go to www.developyourselfevent.com developyourselfevent.com and again, you gotta jump on this you're gonna learn so much, this woman is powerful you know what, I'm gonna let this interview speak for itself, and at the end of it I guarantee you're gonna wanna jump on a plane and come out to Toronto for May 23rd, 2018 and also, listen into this episode because Karen actually gives a code for you to sign in as well, give you a bit of a discount, so listen in guys, I'm so excited about this one, I'm not gonna hold you up any longer, let's get right into this interview with Confidence coach, Karen Donaldson. Let's go. And welcome back to Motivating from the Six. I am so honored to have someone who is doing some great work out there. Her name is Karen Donaldson. Karen Donaldson Uh is a success and confidence coach. She is a self-leadership and a crisis management coach. Karen, how are you doing today?
1: I am wonderful, Jeff. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing fabulous. Thank you so much for uh, being on the show with us today.
1: Oh, I'm excited to be here. I'm all, you know, my mornings are my time and it looks like it's yours too. So, you know, let's get started, give some goods, but it's just such an honor to be here. So I thank you once again.
0: Awesome. Fabulous. Fabulous. So again, you are a success and confidence coach and also a a self-leadership and crisis management coach. What does that entail exactly?
1: So to be... To keep it simple, because that is a mouthful and everyone's like, okay, Karen, what do you do is a question that I always get. So I simplify it like this. I'm essentially a communication and confidence disruptor. So I'm in the business of helping people own their self-worth, own their self-confidence. And when it comes to communication, we're communicators, we're speakers, we speak every day of our life. So I help people own their voice in any setting. So no matter if it's with your boss no matter if it's on stage, no matter if it's with an in apparent interview. I help people own their voice, be authentic, and speak what they need to speak wherever they need to speak it.
0: Okay, I love that because we have to own our voice. You're absolutely right. Like We are natural speakers, that's what humans beings do. We, we do that yes. every single day, whether it is you're you know, in the drive-thru looking for a coffee or <laughs> you're speaking to a boss. Every day you communicate. But yes, people are do. sitting out there thinking, you know, I'm not a speaker. I
1: don't yeah, that's a big misconception. You know what I mean? I was just having a conversation with a client yesterday and I said, you know, there's this big statistic out there that people fear public speaking more than they fear death. And here's my rationale around it, Jeff, is that just like you said, we speak every day of the year and communication is bigger than just a stage being on stage is just a little bit. The whole thing is, you know, people don't fear public speaking. They fear judgment, right? They yes. fear being judged. Yes. So when you remove it and you say, I know what I know and what I can share, what I have to share can help someone or impact someone. That changes how you think about what you have to say. So it's no longer, oh my God, I need to impress. They need to like me. What if, what if, what if? No, share what you know because you are enough. You know, we are all enough. So that's kind of my rationale philosophy around speaking publicly, not necessarily public speaking, but speaking publicly, which we always do.
0: Yes, absolutely. You just touched on You Are Enough, and you have a YouTube video where you talk about You Are Enough. And I do wanna go into that, but I think just to keep the order uh, the way it should go, I really wanna touch on your story in terms of your coming up, your upbringing, and some of the obstacles that you faced. Um, Again, I was able to listen to some of your YouTube videos and really hear uh, such a powerful story of, of an obstacle that you had to overcome Uh, throughout your years in high school. Can you bring us through that?
1: No, absolutely. Uh, My high school years were the best and the most challenging years of my life, but it really, and I know this sounds so typical, but like when you hear it, you'll understand what I'm saying. It allowed me to be who I am today. So my first few years of high school, and this might age me at that time, we went up to grade 13 or OAC. (laughs) I don't know if everyone knows what OAC means grade 13, but for those of you who do, you know what I'm talking about but nonetheless um, my first few he- years of high school were phenomenal and I loved what I did at school I was on the debate team I was like kind of a 75 to 80 you know percent client I was great with the teachers I was a mentor I was athletic I just did everything and was friends with everyone and my last year of high school um, I was positioning myself to get a track scholarship and right before Christmas I received the letter and the letter came through the school office so my track coach gave it to me and I have to tell you when I received that full scholarship letter I was running down the hall my friends found me my friends and I were running down the hall we were so excited the teachers let us run down the hall and I was just you know yelling I got a track scholarship and back in those days there weren't so many cliques like everyone liked the same music and everyone was celebrating with everyone so I mean it was a big celebration for me and my friends and the teachers and for the school as well and my intention was to accept it. And after the Christmas holiday, I came back to school. And prior to that, I found out I was pregnant. Mm. And I came back to school, I hid it for a bit. And of course you can't hide being pregnant. When people found out, I lost absolutely all of my friends aside from about two or three of them who are still my friends to this day, right? Um, I lost my friends, my self-confidence hit an all time low. You know, here's the big piece I don't share often, but I will share with you. Uh, I worked with teachers a lot and I was a mentor to other students and I love them. They love me. And one of the teachers who I really thought had my, backs, that had my back at that point was walking down the hall. I'll never forget it. And I was about to turn right. And I heard her speaking to another teacher. And what she said was this. Did you know Karen was pregnant? I didn't know she was a slut. And wow. I don't share this often. It was the most heartbreaking thing. And, and that really broke me because Sorry, face. Could-
0: can, can you yeah. pause right there for a second? Totally, totally. This, this totally. is a teacher. You got it. Someone who you obviously trusted.
1: Absolutely. Uh, someone who
0: was in a position of authority. Absolutely.
1: Who I thought words, was a friend.
0: Yes. The words that she said to, to another teacher, obviously she didn't believe, she didn't think that you would be hearing this.
1: Not at all. I was, it was early morning and I was walking straight and they were around the corner, which was close to the staff room. And I was taking my time and walking and I stopped because I heard her speaking, Right. And I just stopped to listen, and I was like, I heard my name, so of course I'm now truly going to stop to listen. And she said, I never knew Karen was a slut. Oh my right? goodness. And um, wow. that broke my heart, it broke me. What happened after that, I was pretty sick with my pregnancy, and still had my couple friends, everyone else, they had lost faith, um, even that year in my, my yearbook. And sometimes I bring my yearbook when I go out to speak. Someone, you know, a lot of nasty things were written in there, and I keep it to this day because I'll tell you what happened now. I missed a lot of school, but there was one day I was walking home, and I looked at myself in the bus shelter, eye to eye, and I saw me. It was Karen, the same Karen, but I was pregnant. I said to myself, Karen, you're not diseased, you're not contagious, and you have been allowing the words of others to define you. You are the exact same person you were in September. You are simply just pregnant. And if Mm. people want to judge you based on that, that's okay because what's the most important is what you think about yourself and how you define yourself. And that's something my mom, my mom was a single mom, she taught us to always walk with our head high. And people will always have opinions, and they will, Jeff. They mm. will. And I talk to everyone who's listening, people will always have opinions. Guaranteed, if you had a thousand bucks and you gave everyone ten bucks, there'll be one person who said, Well, you know, I knew Jeff since he was a little boy, he's only given me ten dollars. You can't yes. leave the world. <laughs> But when you can be happy and shine, people can't not do the same thing. So just to continue, I came back to school with my head held on strong, my marks went up. That year I graduated um, with the President's Award. That year I won the Athletic Award. Yes, I was eight months pregnant, but who I was who I was previously and came back to school as proceeded and spoke to it. And I swear when I went up on stage, all of my parents gave me a standing ovation because I refused to quit. I finished school, I I was not gonna be a statistic and a statistic wasn't even in my mind. I was just not raised that way. My mom said, okay, you're pregnant, but we're gonna finish what we need to finish. At the same time, when I applied to all the universities, I applied to local universities and I got into U of T and Ryerson. I chose Ryerson because it it was most focused. And here's what I did. I made an appointment with the dean for my department and my mom wanted to come with me and I asked him to defer my acceptance to the next year. And I knew quite often that wasn't done You had to reapply. And you know what he said? He said, absolutely. He said, yes. Wow. So I took off a year with my daughter and that was a year my speaking career was born. I was then invited out by other high schools just because of my mindset and my refusal to quit and continue to, to dig deep into who I was and help other people around me. I went out to high schools. I was invited out to colleges. I was invited out to universities. Then someone at the university, their partner, worked at a corporation. Then I started to do team events. I did leadership events. I did corporate events. It went on to training. Right now I train politicians. I have a client in Hollywood, an alias Hollywood host who I'm coaching right now. It went on to CEOs. I work with entrepreneurs, but that's where it was born. Mm-hmm. That's where it was born because words of others don't define any of us unless we allow it to. And once I stopped and I realized that I can only change if I choose to change. But too often, we allow our circumstances, our environment to dictate who we need to be. And it's totally flipped. It's totally flipped if we choose to flip it. That's the reality and that's the truth. And that's what I choose to stand in and help people stand in as well. We're born amazing. We are born enough, Jeff. We are born enough.
0: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
0: we so enough. Yeah. Oh, man. There, there's, <laughs> there's so many things in that story. That, woo, that gave me goosebumps. There's so many things in that story that I want to touch on. That, that was fabulous. Uh, going back to when you said that you saw yourself in the bus shelter. You're looking at yourself in the, the reflection mm-hmm. of the bus mm-hmm. shelter. And at that moment, you said to yourself, yes, I'm pregnant, but I'm not diseased. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not a failure. I'm oh. just going through something right now that I can get through. Um, many people go through situations in life and when they fail, they consider themselves a failure. When they go through a bad circumstance, they consider themselves bad. They consider themselves, uh, the negative side of that, of the outcome in that circumstance. And people need to understand that you are not a failure. You failed at something perhaps, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't make you specifically a failure. Does that make sense?
1: It does. Because here's the reality: your experience does not define you. Something, and here's the thing: like let's let's use this concrete example. If you're on the way, let's say you're traveling to school or work or just somewhere. If you're driving or taking the bus, let's give the example of you driving. You're driving now, and someone cuts you off. You have two choices here. You can be upset for the whole day and allow it to wreck your day. But it was one little incident that took about 0.5 seconds. You're on the bus and someone jumps in the seat and you're super tired. You can allow that to mess up your whole evening, but know that that took place in 0.03 seconds. It's what you choose to do with that, that opportunity. And here's the thing with failure, it's a learning experience. It happened in that moment. It is not you. It is that certain situation and know that just look at it for a minute. It happened. It happened in a matter of seconds. It is actually gone. The question Mm -hmm. is, what are you going to do next are you going to learn from it or are you going to sit and live in it and that is an absolute choice and here's the thing we need to take our choices back and Mm. say okay you know what it didn't work i have so many things that didn't work for me but i moved on because i didn't allow it to define me that didn't work it doesn't mean it's not going to work next week friday Mm. it doesn't mean i I I look at what didn't work and maybe ask some people who are doing it and say, can you support me? Or can you have a look at what I did? Where did I go wrong? You have to learn from it. And here's the thing, the the last thing that I've been learning over the past, probably for myself, three to five years, right beyond that breakdown is a humongous breakthrough if we continue to trug through the dirt. And I tell you, it's going to keep happening. So my thing is get used to it and learn how to pick yourself up quicker. But beyond the breakdown is always a breakthrough if we Mm -hmm. choose to see it that way. But too many people sit in the failure. And I get it, guys. I have been there. I don't want to talk like a superhero or superwoman. I've been there when I've dropped and like, my God, it's been a week later. But what I want you to do is change that week into three days. And then change that three days into one day and change that day into a few hours. Find out what you need to get out of that slump because we all have something that can pick us up. But we have to may have, make an intentional effort to find what picks us up, to help us kind of get out of that frame of mind quicker and quicker. And as you practice it, and as you build that muscle, you'll find that, okay, you know what, I messed up. What's next? You build that armor, but it will not come overnight unless you make the choice to find that thing that will pick you up and find the the courage that we're born with
0: to move on. Oh, fabulous. Fabulous. There's something that I love to speak about uh, when I go out speaking, um, and I call it the ugly gift. And what that is, is that life is going to hand you things that you don't ask for. Um, you know, as human beings, we're going to go through situations in our life. We're going to go through hard times. Yeah. But when these things are given to you, regardless of how tough they can be, there's always some type of silver lining within there. There's always some type of lesson to be learned. There's always some type of gift. There's the talent. There's something I believe that there's something in there that you can take from the most difficult situations. I'm talking about something as, you know, on a less scale of tragedy tragedy of, of like losing your cell phone, right, of stubbing your toe, right? Totally. To, to like something like more severe. Like I'm talking about being in a, a real severe car accident. I'm talking mm-hmm. about being diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it doesn't matter whatever end of the no. spectrum you are there's always something that I believe there's always something that can be learned that you can take from it, that you can grow from within those difficult circumstances.
1: Right. There always is. There always is.
0: Absolutely. Always is. And and you found that in in your situation of, um, again, having to uh, choose between the scholarship and the pregnancy and finding yourself into the path where you are now, you obviously chose um, this path where now you know, at one point you had, again, teachers saying things about you that was just absolutely horrible to now you are in the, the or you put yourself on a path where you're helping so many people find their purpose, find their confidence and push forward in life.
1: Right. No, for sure. And I like what, I'm absolutely in love with the messages that you share as well, because the hardship is different for everyone, but know that one thing everyone needs to do is find a hardship that you've gone through and you've succeeded, like you picked yourself back up mm-hmm. and know that you have that strength in you because they, no matter how much stuff we go through, there are examples for each and every one of us. And like you said, it might be the losing of a cell phone. What did you do then that helped you get back on track quickly? Mm-hmm. Right? Did you cry about your cell phone being gone for a week or did you go to Rogers and say, okay, I know it's going to cost a lot, but how much is it? And ask the question. <laughs> And then put aside money and do some extra babysitting or do some extra hours and make it right. happen, right? And it could be whole humongous, it could be losing a job, but whatever it is, we have it within us to pick ourselves back up. So just kind of find what it was for you because we all have the same amount of power, no matter what people, no matter what people drive, how much money, we are all the same. Yes. It's our choices that make us different. We are yes. all the same. Yes. It's just our choices.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I I love speaking about how, you know, there's so many examples around us of people who have gone through that tough, uh, those tough situations and have pulled themselves up. And so I truly believe that if anybody has done it before you, then you can do it too, because we're all humans. None of us are superhuman, so to speak. So you see the Oprah Winfrey's and you see her at the level that she's at and you think, oh, billion dollar woman, I can't be where she is. But Understand that she's come from hardship, she's come from poverty, she's come from a circumstance where she was growing up and she was uh, sexually assaulted by three different family members. She became awesome. pregnant at the age of 14, but yep. she's able to pull herself through. Right? You have the Steve Harveys who were homeless, the Tyler Perrys who were homeless, and again were able to pull themselves through. And because, again, um, we look at them and say, they're superstars. You know, I can't compete with them, so to speak, but they're humans. And at one point That's they it. were where you are. You so if it. you're going through your tough situation, they have been through it. They can get through. And those are just celebrities, but there's people every single day right? that, that we don't know their story. And if somebody Definitely. saw you, Karen, walking down the street, they don't know your story. No. But when they hear it, they're like, yo, Karen did it. <laughs> not.
1: You know, it's, it's about doing it and it's about doing it and continue, continuing to do it. And let me share this quick story with you. Yes. It doesn't stop, like all those challenges and those walls, they keep coming. Yes. What needs to change is how you manage it. Just a couple of years ago, so as I said, I do, I'm a public speaking, I'm an executive public speaking coach to a lot of CEOs and the way I get those opportunities is I'm basically referred. Someone will see a pair and they'll say, you know, you're talking a lot better, more concise. Who are you working with? Oh my God, you have to take this card, her name's Karen. And some of my cards um, have my face on it, but sometimes it's a referral. So I went to do some work with a uh, a VP, a VP of a very large organization. He didn't know what I looked like, nor did the assistant. And I went up to the front desk, and what I said was, "Hi, I'm Karen Donaldson. I'm here to see Mr. So and So." The receptionist looked at, looked at me. She looked down the paper. She looked back up me, looked back up at me, and she said, "Are you Karen's assistant?" I said, "No, I'm Karen Donaldson." Wow. She looked down on the paper. She looked back up, and she said to me are you Karen's intern? I said, no, I'm Karen Donaldson. So she said, okay, have a seat. And it was one of those desks where when she sat down, she was a bit lower. So she picked up the phone and she said, hi, Mr. So-and-so, there's this black lady out here who says she's Karen Donaldson and she's come here to work with you. So in that moment, I had a choice. And let me tell you, mm. about 15 years ago, I would have given her a piece of tongue lashing. Oh, yeah. I would have <laughs> 10 years ago. Listen to me. It would have been on. But once again, it comes back to our choices. So I let it be because her opinion of me truly doesn't define me. Because I can, I knew that I can help that VP become a kick-ass speaker who engages with each and every employee. So I went in. And I let him know exactly what she she said. He's like, oh my goodness, what what would you like me to do? I said, no, 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 no. I'll leave that for you to handle because I know who I am. So let's get to work. Right? So it's the choice. Because I, like I said, I could have given her a tongue-lashing. But that wasn't worth my time. No. Her opinion is meaningless to me. And she's entitled to her opinion. Just know that it's not mine. And I'm okay.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Right? Oh man, oh man.
1: (laughs) So it doesn't stop happening.
0: No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. You know, again, at every level, you know, whether you're a teenager, you're in your 40s or 50s, whether you have no money in your pocket or a billion dollars in your pocket, it's always going to happen. You're always going to have these people making comments and and drawing judgment. But you're right. You have to know that you are enough. Speaking of being enough, (laughs) uh, (laughs) again, one of your, your YouTube videos was so powerful to me. And again, you talk about what you would, what your life would be like if you believed that you were enough. Mm-hmm. Please take me through that.
1: See, when it comes to success, this is just my opinion. And I just want to tell everyone my opinion isn't law, nor is anyone else's. It's about finding you. But here's the question. As we see people in front of us, and we don't have to define success as entertainers and that type of thing. Just redefine your own success because the question is do you believe it can happen for you and this is what stalls people it's not that they don't believe that it can't happen it's clear it can happen because what they want is happening for other people but what stops us is believing that it can happen for us believing it can happen for me and if you can't even go there with that thought it'll be hard to get there. We are born enough. We are not supposed to look like, we're not supposed to sound like, we're not supposed to walk like everyone else. And unfortunately, society has groomed us that we need to choose a career at this age, you need to buy the house, you need the car, you need to look a certain way, and then we stop standing out And then we just assimilate. We're all the same, but we are born enough. You're supposed to be unique. And you know, when I talk to young people, I talk to young people and adults alike, and it's, I love speaking to young people because I'm like, you know what? Your high school years are just four years out of your life. You have your whole life out there to, to, to bring to yourself and to create around. And they want people out there in the workforce or out there in the entrepreneurial world. They want people to stand out. So stop hiding yourself. No, it's just four years. It's almost over. Make it as great as you can. And at the same thing, when I go in corporations and I speak to leaders, they come up and they're like, you know what? I've always wanted to, and I've been doing this for 20 years and I don't even love it and never have. Right? So you are enough. You're born enough. It's a mindset. And when you feel and know that you're enough, You can take on anything that comes your way and it really comes down to that piece around judgment. This is something we know. And if you don't know, now, you know, I love that saying from, I can't remember what song that is, but nonetheless, let's get back to it. If you don't know, now, you know, everyone out there is going to judge you. Walk in knowing that, but also walk in knowing that the strongest judgment out there is your self judgment. Believe in yourself know that you're enough. Like, I mean, even if you have to wake up every day and look in the mirror and say, I am enough, I was born enough and take mm-hmm. action based on that. And it sounds simple. Yes, Karen, I know you wake up and you say it. No, you start to transform your mind by taking on different habits. And if you can't intentionally, so consciously, tell yourself enough, you won't ha- come to the place where you're subconsciously believing that you're enough. So my question to you is, what are you saying to yourself? What are you saying to yourself on a regular basis? Because it has meaning. It will make a difference. It needs to be a habit and it needs to happen. If you're looking to reach a certain goal, know that you're boring enough. You have to say it to yourself because it's true. It's not true. Cause I say it. it's true because it just is mm-hmm. the only person who doesn't believe it is you. Yes it is true whether you are waiting for someone else you can't wait for someone to be your cheerleader you are enough you are born that way there is nothing to prove Mm -hmm. commit get it done know that you will stumble stumbling is a part of it align yourself with people who will keep you in the right mindset who have what you have who have what you want and ask for help Right, There's always someone out there. Don't recreate the wheel. There's always someone out there who has what you want or is where you would like to be. A phone call won't kill you. And I promise you, listen, people love to talk about themselves. So if you kind of come and be authentic and say, you know what, Jeff, I see you're doing this podcast. I love what you're doing. I've been thinking about it for the past 18 months. Do you mind if we have like a five minute, 10 minute conversation on the phone? Or do you mind if I take you for dinner? And that's my thing. I'm taking your time. I don't want to be a taker. So I usually do. Do you mind if I take you for dinner and you can just share. And I don't like the word pick your brain. That's kind of mean. Cause you know, people are, are worth, you know, dollars and cents in the means that if you're running a business, I don't like to take your time. So I usually say, um, can I take you for dinner? I'd love to thank you for your time. And if someone says, no, let's just have a call. What I always do is I send something. I send chocolates. I send flowers. If I know they like liquor, I know I send a bottle of wine. You know what I mean? Whatever they like, just to say thank you for their time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but we are born enough, Jeff. We are born enough. We are enough. We just have to believe it.
0: Man. <laughs> Again, you said so much there that I could touch on. We could just <laughs> pull that apart all day. But know. At the beginning there, you had mentioned of the fact that, you know, we are almost conditioned, so to speak, to believe that you go to school, you go to college, you go to university, you get your job you work there for thirty years, mm-hmm. then you retire and that's when you enjoy your life right like mm-hmm. that 's the path that has been designed for us and right. uh, a friend of mine Chris Duff, who uh, i 'm doing some work with right now, he quoted something to me the other day and I thought it was such fire and it, it relates exactly to what you're talking about he says the system was not designed to help you discover who you were called to be the mm-hmm. system was designed to help you become the the, the the piece that fits into somebody else's machine. That's right. And it it, it makes so much sense to what you just said, because yes, we, the system is designed to tell you to go to school to, and obviously I'm not, you know, speaking ill about school because there's benefits to it. But again, it just teaches you to do this path that everybody else is doing and then get this one job. Mm -hmm. You work there for 30 years, Mm -hmm. your, your gold watch, you get your handshake Mm higher and And Things have changed.
1: Yes, so they much have
0: since I, I guess when that kind of started. Uh, there's so many paths that we need that we can take, and mm-hmm. people need to recognize that and realize that that your life is your life, and you are enough to discover anything that you think in your head, uh, any path that you believe that you should be going down, any mm-hmm. dream that you have, any goals that you have. We need to get that out of our system, so to speak, before we expire. You got it. Right. So, um, definitely. you know, I, I think definitely. it's so powerful what you said there and, um, it makes so much sense.
1: Oh, definitely. You know, um, it, it is about cre- It's it's about knowing that it is okay to create your own path. And if you do want to do college, university and work somewhere for 20 years, that's fine. As long as it fits for you. <laughs> However, if you decide that, college or university is not a fit or after college or university, you don't want to go into that same, that same industry. That's okay too. Here's the thing. There's no right or wrong. It's just what's right for you. There's nothing to compare. I have to tell you, I've been speaking for over 20 years, speaking publicly across North America and the UK for 20 years. And I've had my own business full time for seven years. And prior to that, it was part-time. And I have to tell you, as a communication and confidence coach and speaker, my mom still doesn't have a clue what I do. <laughs> and it's okay because, you know, when I left corporate, and at that time I used to work for the Heart and Stroke of Ontario and I was their partner, their senior partnership specialist. I developed um, nonprofit for-profit um, partnerships and did a bunch of other stuff with them. It was a great, great job with great pay and great perks. And my mom almost had a heart attack and a half when I told her I put in my resignation letter. You know, because she's of the old school and it worked for her when she came from Jamaica and she was building a foundation for me and my three sisters, but times have changed, Mm. right? And it's okay that she doesn't, but it's nice that I'm able to help support her though, right? And it's nice, she loves that I'm happy and I'm happy that I can help make her happy on so many different levels. And that's what it's about, what makes you happy? Right? Because you can create around your passion. You can monetize your passion. You just need to align yourself with someone who knows what they're doing. Don't do it alone. We never have to do it alone. We never have to go it alone. But but I also know that the hardest thing to do is, is to ask for help. And asking for help does not mean you're weak. It doesn't mean that you know you're a novice. It just means you need some help. Like keep it that simple. You need some help. Don't go on. Don't say I need some help because just I need some help and get the help that you need. I don't justify it, just get the help.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The last uh, podcast actually I I posted, the title was, um, when people, when your loved ones don't support your goals, when they don't support your dreams, and so you kind of touched on that a little bit there with your mom, and I, I don't know, you know, if your mom actually supported your dreams or not, but the fact that you left a, a big time job that was you were getting paid really well, yeah. and your mom, when you said you're leaving, your mom was like, "What? Like, what are you doing? Like, yes. this is what happens to a lot of people, and this is what this is what I would say uh, causes fear for a lot of people as well yeah. that the people around them are not going to support their dreams and their goals.
1: Right. No, and it was hard. You know, when my mom asked me when I was leaving and the first couple of years, she was like, Are you sure you don't want to go back? Because as you begin your business, there are ups and downs. Until I aligned myself with a coach, I had to invest in myself. But yeah, the fear comes on, but you have to realize your fear is being dictated by someone else's opinion and someone else's judgment of you. So it goes back to the judgment. Are there are their feelings yours? Are there or are they theirs? And Mm -hmm. if it's someone else's, you can't take it on. Mm -hmm. they will always, and you have to understand with even just talking about your last podcast, people are feeling that fear out of love, right? You have to know people love different ways, but you just have to know what's right for you and not take on that, that fear and do what you need to do. Because once you're passionate about it, once you know, this is your path, You can become unstoppable, but you have to put up that kind of shelter and not take on other people's opinion, which trust me, they will come in bucket loads. Mm. (laughs) Everyone Mm. has something to say once you leave a good job, right? Mm. Of why you shouldn't, but it's a part of it. Know it's coming and go full force knowing you're enough and you can build whatever you want to build because we are born equal.
0: Absolutely. I use the example of, you know, nowadays, obviously there's so many uh, tech companies um, online apps, um, social media. And I use the example of, you know, if I went to my grandmother and told my grandmother, I'm going to open this app company and I'm going to quit my job, she would look at me like I was like crazy because uh-huh. she doesn't understand it. She doesn't understand yes. technology, right? It's not yes. in her generation. Yes. And so she'll never get it. And so, you know, you can't allow. Um, That type of thinking to stop you. As you said, people love you in different ways. And so she would deter me if I was to come to her and say that. But in the end, you have to believe in what you're doing.
1: Right. Yeah. She'd love you how she knew how. Right. And it's protecting you. So that's why, you know, when it comes to other people's opinions, know that no one in all reality, Jeff, no one truly is that mean. When someone says something, they say it out of their own insecurity Mm -hmm. or they say it out of love because this is the way they know how to love. Mm. So no, so no, most often it is not about you. How it comes out is not about you. It's their insecurity or it's through how they know how to love. And when you start to take that perspective, when people share something with you and that's what I say, when someone has something positive or negative to say something about me, i in my head, I'm like, they're just sharing because they can, Mm -hmm. it's their insecurity or it's out of love. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Right. So like just kind of switch that perspective. That's how people share. Then you can stand strong and say that's they're entitled to that just as as I am entitled to my own opinion and my own actions. Mm-hmm. Right. So that, that's a little switching perspective there for sure.
0: So for those people, though, who are getting this, uh, that commentary from the people who they're closest to, whether mm-hmm. it be a spouse, whether it be a, a brother or father, um, what are some ways you think that they can actually get through that? So obviously they want to pursue their dreams, but they're getting this negative, the negativity from the people who love them the most. And and right. sometimes I'm sure as you know, to her, like if a, if a yeah. stranger came to me and said, he didn't like me, I would care less, but it's right. the people who love you the most who, you know, when they speak, it really rocks your world.
1: Right. Um, it's hard. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. It's hard. I've had, you know, loved ones say, okay, hey, aren't you going to go back to the workforce? You know, like my life is kind of right now, my life is my buildings, my business is growing. But before that, you know, you go through the growth phase and my lifestyle wasn't the same as before. And people used to come and like close people used to come and say, you know, you sure you don't want to take on a full-time job just for a little bit. And I'm like, no, I'm okay. And like, it looks like you're, and I have, I have to tell you this. I have, I have a really good friend of mine who wrote me this four page letter telling me why I need to the glass box was made for a reason and maybe I should step back into the glass box of the workforce. Oh, a four, she typed up a four page letter to me and it, it didn't hurt. Right. And I'll tell you why. I knew it came out of love and to answer your question directly, here's how you want to think about it is don't justify why you're doing what you're doing. Just do what you love to do. Because what happens is when someone says, Jeff, man, stop this stupid podcasting stuff. What do you mean this radio stuff? We get into that mode, that defensive mode of, no, I love doing it because this. Don't you see there's five great podcasters out there who've made careers? And then we waste our energy fighting with someone whose opinion we have no, like, no, we have no way in heck to change. Mm. you can't don't waste. And I don't want to say waste your time. Don't spend time justifying what you're doing because they'll never believe that you have to just come to a place of peace. And like I said, that perspective, know that either they're saying out out of love and or they're saying it out of their own insecurities and it has nothing to do with you.
0: Mm.
1: And I often say to people, you know, thanks so much for your opinion or, You know what? You might be right. Like your opinion might be right. For me, it's not right or wrong It's not about being right or wrong, Jeff. You might be right. However, I'm still going to work with my own business. (laughs) Right? Right. So just, so if you're going to take it from a step, you have a family member that you love. I know it hurts and it'll hurt for a while until you try to, until you start to transform how you think about it because you can't change them. Right. You can only change how you receive people's information. Right? So yes, it hurts when they say it, but over time say to yourself, okay, are they saying out of love or their own insecurity? Either way it has nothing to do with me. I'm not going to spend time justifying and fighting with them because it might put another rift. And you know what? We are all entitled to our own opinion, Mm -hmm. but I need to love my opinion most Mm -hmm. and walk in my own judgment of me. Mm -hmm. And I know it's easier I know it's either easier said than done because when you have a spouse, or your parent that you might live with saying that, stop it. What you're doing is stupid. And sometimes they're the ones who have the, the meanest words or the words that sting the most. Mm-hmm. I get it, I've been there. But it's, it's a switch in your mindset that needs to take place. So once again, are they saying it out of love or are they saying out of their own security, insecurity and leave it at that and say, you know what? It's okay for them. You know? But there's also a fine line. If someone's cursing you and it's coming abusive, there's times you have to say stop or you might have to leave that situation. But for the general population, people will always be overly opinionated. You just have to choose not to live in their opinion, not to live in their opinion. They can say what they want. So can you Absolutely. walk in yours?
0: Absolutely. Now, I got to ask you that four page letter. Do you have it posted on your wall somewhere? Because I imagine that that drives you every single day.
1: <laughs> you know what? There's, there's this couple, two things. I'm glad you said that. I have the four page letter it's in uh, a manila a big she sent a big envelope and she didn't fold it a manila envelope you know those craft paper envelopes and after i looked at it twice and i let it go because there's two things you can do you can let you can let the opinions of others drive you or you can find your own internal driver right so no like i literally mean i mean i get Like, it hurts when people say mean stuff. Sure. But it doesn't last for long for me anymore. But it took time. So to answer, I have that letter still. I'll never let go of it. But it's not posted. It takes up. I have goals on my my wall right now. So I can't, you know, waste space with her letters and her words. But um, it's such a reminder. Like, now I've come to the the space where I can laugh about it. I find it so hilarious. But I also love it because that's the only way she knew how to say I love you. Mm. Yeah. So through that letter, she was saying, I want safety from you. And the only safety she knows is nine to five. Mm. And she wanted the same for me. So remember what I said? Insecurity or out of love. Mm. And that's all she knows. Mm. So I got it. And at first, I sent an email, a text back to her. And I said, thank you so much because I know you sent this out of love. But know that I am so okay. And this is a part of my journey. But thank you and I love you too. I have to leave it that simple. She said it out of love when you can start to reframe things that way. It starts to change the other person. Yes. So when you can shine in your own people around you will either get turned off because they can't stand your shining Mm -hmm. or they start to shine themselves. The way to help people around you get better is to be at your best, Mm. right? You have to be at your best first to help someone else be at their best. Yes. So continue to shine yes. and continue to win because then all of a sudden, all the people who are doubting you are like, oh, your business is doing pretty well, huh?
0: Right. Oh,
1: you're traveling to California, huh? And I have to tell you, sometimes that has, that what I have said has come from two people who had the nastiest things to write in my yearbook when I was pregnant. Mm. They've refound me on Facebook and they said, I'm so proud of you. Wow. It's nuts. Wow. They were the ones who wrote the nasty things that I'm so disappointed. I can't believe this happened to you. You had such a good future. And now they're like, I'm so proud of you. Wow. Right? While they're wow. sticking to, they're living in a world that um, they don't love. Right? And yeah. they're now asking me how I got started. And I'm fine. Like, I could cut them off. I'm just not about that. There's sure. so many... T- There's so many people hating on other people. I just don't want to be one of them. I'm just not one of them. Like I can tell anyone on this podcast, if you want to reach out to me, reach out to me and I'll answer and I'll help you in any way I can, if I can. And if I can't, I'll connect you with someone who does. Mm -hmm. That's my, that's just, that's Karen Donaldson. I'm about, let's all win together. I don't need to be above anyone. No one needs to be below me. Mm -hmm. I never see it that way. Let's all win. There's a way for us to all win. Let's all win. That's how simple I am. Mm. We
0: have that's so much energy as human beings, and we, we can take the time to to throw it into, the, you know, putting uh, the effort into the people who are hating, or we can yes. use it to actually love and to grow and to nurture each other. And yes. uh, that that's fabulous. What you just said. Let's all win. <laughs> fabulous, fabulous. So I know you have a number of programs. You have some books as well. You are an author. I didn't mention that. Um, yes. Take me through some of the courses that you have that you got going on, and, and the books that people can grab as well
1: no for sure so just to keep it simple um my company's name is karen donaldson inc but i have a few brands underneath that and as i shared in the beginning and as you shared with the listeners i'm in the business of communication self-leadership um confidence so i have one area where i help people really enhance how they communicate and increase their confidence and impact when they communicate in any setting at the same token I work with entrepreneurs because, as I shared, I've, I've been a professional speaker for over 20 years. I work with entrepreneurs who want to add professional speaking to their business model because there's a whole world out there, a meeting planner industry, where people can get paid their worth for sharing their expertise on stage, which is exactly what I do. And I show entrepreneurs how to do that. So I have a program called Speak and Get Booked. And it, there's a 10 month program and a four month group and one on one program. And I take people through fine tuning their expertise all the way to getting booked and paid to speak all over the world. Mm -hmm. So that's one program. Um, my other, like, this is my whole movement and mission is changing the face of how people experience speaking publicly and that brand is called speak confident and we're just in the development or redevelopment phase I'm just getting back to how i started my whole entrepreneurial journey and helping people find their voice so speak confident is coming soon it's a big movement forget about thinking i need to be a speaker we communicate all the time and i can show you how to increase your confidence and on the other side so i have speak and get booked and anyone who wants to get in contact with me um, feel free to do that and the other work that i do is confidence and helping people create and live a life with no excuses, right? And that's one-on-one coaching and group coaching where we focus on what do we need to put in place so you can start living the life you were designed to live, Mm. right? Um, So that's my no excuses work. And and I think you had alluded to, I have an event coming up May 23rd. It's called Develop Yourself. And this is where I'm working with entrepreneurs. And I'm excited because when I work with entrepreneurs, we get stuff done, Mm. right? Uh, We're focusing on showing you how to, bring in five figures to your business through speaking. So I'm showing you different strategies, how to speak for free, but solely with five figures, how to spread your influence, how to increase your bank account and how to elevate your business. And you'll only have, have a special code for anyone who's interested in it. It's at developyourselfevent.com. It's here in Toronto. We have people from all over the world coming in on May 23rd. It's going to be phenomenal, but I hope that answers your question.
0: Absolutely. And uh, can you say that code again, just so everybody can hear that?
1: So if you go to www.developyourselfevent.com forward slash partner, Um, That will be, Jeff, that'll be your page for where people can go and get a great discount and grab a ticket and come if they're looking at transforming their business, whether you're just getting started in business or you've been in business five, 10, 15 years, let me show you, or if you're interested in adding an extra five figures per month, I can show you exactly how. So developyourself.com forward slash partner. And there will be the page where you have access to some special pricing.
0: Oh, fabulous. Fabulous. And you're of course on social media as well. Where can they find you on social media?
1: I am. If you're looking on I'm under two places. So if you're looking for me, I'm either the real Karen Donaldson on Instagram and LinkedIn. And I'm also under Karen Donaldson Inc on Facebook. So the real Karen Donaldson on Instagram and Karen Donaldson Inc on everything else.
0: Fabulous, fabulous. Now we could go on for so much longer because there's so much gems that you talked about. But of course, just in uh, due to time, we don't want to, I don't want to keep you going uh, too long. I know you got things you got to do. Let's wrap up the show. At the end of each show, I always do a nugget of the day where I always bring all the information together and I speak to the audience who is looking for that assistance you are a professional speaker. So I love having speakers on because I love <laughs> handing off the baton to somebody else to, to to give that word. So in about a minute, please speak to the audience who is looking to up their confidence, to up their game, to advance their life, their job, their, their relationship. They just wanna be a better person. Speak to that person right now, if you could.
1: All right. So at this time, anyone who's listening, I want you to take a deep breath in. With me, breathe in. And exhale. I want you to listen to the truth. And here is the truth. You were born enough. You are enough. Do not allow the words of others to define you. Because in all truth, the only one who can is you. Good things don't come to those who wait. Good things come to those who go out and get it. You were born enough. You are enough. Make the time to own yourself and your worth. And I send all the love out to you. And last, I'll say it again, my friend, my friend, you are enough.
0: Wow. And I'll see y'all at the top of the next episode. Peace. Yes. Ooh, Karen. <laughs> <laughs>